One, two, three. Hey, welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. We're going to talk about being smart and selling in creative ways. The goal of this podcast is to give you actionable insights to having a successful business. So Amazon over the last few years keeps launching in new markets. That's where they like choose a country and they're like, we want to grow Amazon in this one. I think the late, the most recent one might be like Sweden. You know, I think there's emerging ones like Brazil, Poland, but there's some that have been around for a long time. And we're going to focus a little bit on Spain because I have with me someone that has launched his own brand on Spain and has a really interesting story about that. And I think it's really interesting because like it is one of the older markets, but it's not as focused on as much. People like to talk about UK and Germany. So it's a pretty cool story. I have Jordi Kaskins from Spain and we're going to jump in. Jordi, welcome. Thank you, Scott. You got into Amazon in an unlikely way through a uh, university like challenge. Tell us about that and how it like inspired you to actually take the next step. Yeah, sure. Well. It was a challenge called Amazon Campus Challenge, and it was like, let's say, a national championship or national challenge. And the point of this challenge was to find a company, introduce that company on Amazon, and sell as much as possible. We had like three months to like start selling. I ended up winning the Spanish competition. Did Amazon run this competition? Yes. And then their goal was to get students to find companies that should be selling on Amazon. That's brilliant. It's basically, they're like, okay, let's get a bunch of students to do our work for us. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. What, was there a good price? 10,000 euros. All right. That's, I mean, for yeah. any student, that's real. And for you me, won. it was big money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You, I won, you yes, won. I won. What was your secret? Like, how did you, did you just work hard or did you just get lucky and find the right brand? I think it was a combination of both. <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Of like I found a good company with potential products, like good products, but there was like a final and each one of the teams, there were five teams in the final. We explained what we did and like I did way more than the other, than my competitors. Like I used Jungle Scout, I used Feedback Quiz, I used many, many, many tools that they didn't even know that existed. So, like, we won by a lot. We sold, like, 30,000 euros in that period, and then, like, the second one sold, like, 10,000 or 5,000, something like that. Did you do FBA, or did you do, like... We did both. Okay, well, that's cool. So, you got this win. You know, you're like, okay, we launched a brand on the Spanish marketplace in Amazon. Then what? Like, you, uh, you're like, well, I can do more of this. Yes, like, I had another two years of university but like i thought if this is my moment if i wait more maybe amazon is going to be saturated so i started my own business and yeah i launched my product and it went pretty good to, <laughs> to be honest here's the thing is people that listen to this podcast probably have heard this story a few times you know someone starts a business on amazon and it goes well but the thing is is we kind of have a community here in the U.S. that's pretty strong. There's, you know, tens of thousands of sellers. You could show up and, you know, there's a lot of communities. Whereas like in Spain, you probably, you just don't have as much. This isn't some of the people that are doing, you know, getting out of college. Where did you look for to learn? 
Americans, of course, they are the right. best. <laughs> well, there's a lot of us, so that yes. helps. Now, one thing that I find very interesting about you is you first started launching in this Spain marketplace, mm -hmm. and then you branched out to the other Europeans, but Spain still is your number one. Yes. I have mm -hmm. never heard that. <laughs> well, it's my case. Reason, I would say, the kind of products I'm selling, but also, like, I understand the culture more in Spain than in any other marketplaces. And also, Spanish is my mother language. For me, it's way easier right. to, to understand all the keywords, along the keywords, and all that stuff. Yeah. You can get in the mind of the customer, what they're searching. I mean, imagine, so when you're building a product page, you know, you do have a leg up. You can really communicate. Did you spend a ton of time on your product pages, like the, you know, the images and all that? Is that like, is that a big focus for you? Right now, I take care of the pictures for me. It's like the top. And then the title, it's also very important for me. But all the other, like the bullet points and description, I don't take as much time as, as I used to. Sure. You know, you set it up once and you're like, okay. You said that your product actually like is a Spanish culture kind of angle and that the other marketplace that uses it a lot is uh, Italy. So you found a niche that hits those that Mediterranean culture. And so those are your two bigger marketplaces, which usually, I like, I just don't hear that. Like Italy is a fledgling marketplace, even though, um, as you told me, Amazon is actually still fairly large in those countries, you know, taking at least a third of all e-commerce revenue. So Amazon's widely respected and used in those marketplaces, but they're just not as big. So it's, I love hearing success. You know, I love hearing that like someone like kind of cracked the code of making those markets. What other insights did you feel that like are unique to Spain? Not Spain, but like, let's say Spain, France, and Italy. For me, I'm not saying like top sellers. I'm saying like the best marketplaces to sell because like the bid in those marketplaces, it's like nothing. I mean, I'm not going to say nothing, but like right. 30 cents, 20 cents, 10 cents. If you start selling in, for example, Germany, the bids are not that low. No, you need no, to no. way higher. But at the end of the day, if you are selling in like all these three marketplaces, you are going to make much more money and not only revenue, like profit, because you are able to get a really low acres and selling a lot, a lot, a lot of money. I'm not saying that, but that much, but like, if you combine those three, it's going to be bigger than just Germany. There we go. I love that. I think most people that sell in the U.S., if they're advertising, it's intimidating to have such high advertising spend. And so the idea of going into another marketplace and kind of being the bully, you're like, hey, like, I know this game. I, I spend 25 cents and you're the top dog. The U.S. marketplace was a little bit like that, you know, only like six or seven years ago. Um, advertising hasn't been that big for that long. I think it was 2016 that like they actually just launched it. So that's pretty cool. And I think I think a lot of sellers, if they're intrigued by these new marketplaces, they should. That is a reason alone is you can become a dominant player. And as adoption of e-commerce grows in each of those, you know, you'll be a category leader. Now. Do you see the Spain um, Amazon marketplace? Do you see it growing considerably or do you feel like it's hit its peak? I think it will grow even more. Like 
no other marketplace in Spain is doing what Amazon is doing. Like it takes 80% or even more of the market share of the marketplaces. So it's very convenient when you buy on Amazon, like you can choose whatever you want. We were talking earlier, you still feel that like it's still lacking selection. Yes. And it could do better. So like there's a lot of products, you know, in the US that like. Yeah. Do you know what Spanish sellers we do? <laughs> Let's say we want to sell in X niche. We go to US, we find the newest product and we bring them to Spain. Like not newest, but like the products that are kind of new and doing good. If are not patented or anything, we are sure those products are going to do well in Spain. So it's easy to create new products that way. You don't have to be that creative like in US. I love it. Now, will you source, like, say you find a top selling product, like create a private label version, or will you uh, mm -hmm. just actually buy and arbitrage the product? Let's say product is patented in US and it's not patented all around the world. You can patent that product in Europe, even if you didn't create it. Interesting. Yeah. Patents are like, they're very tricky on the international level because every country kind of has like its own little, uh, angles the same way you have the same patent system in all us in europe we have like the same it's i don't know why but it's combined okay right yeah no that makes sense but someone would have to file in both no you can patent just in europe for example okay but i'm saying if you wanted to go to market in europe say you're in the us you would also have to patent in europe well you've had some success in like you know, having a good time growing your business. Do you see yourself launching more products or we were chatting and like, you know, you've helped a few brands through this process. What's your focus? Do you think you want to end up selling more or you're like, Hey, I've already figured this process out. If you need help, reach out. Right now I'm doing like both. On one hand, I'm growing the brand, creating like products around my bestseller. That is the best strategy is like lean into your brand. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Multiple variations. Then in the other hand, like I understand really good how, how all the process of going abroad, like just Spain or around Europe, because it takes like you have to have VAT numbers. You need some sort of certification, for example, in Germany, in France, for example, to export from Europe to UK because sometimes it's cheaper to bring a whole container to Europe and then ship just few pallets to UK. So all that process, um, I figured it out really good. So I'm helping Spanish companies to go to all Europe and American companies to come to Europe. Yeah, I think that's cool. So you're doing a little bit of both. You are launching new products and you are just like helping out. Here's a question. Have you ever been to any sort of like Amazon seller event in Spain? Yes. Lately, I've been in two events, no, three events, actually. I'm not really large. Actually, I talked in one of them. I was like talking to all the people that it was in, a, in the room. And the other one, it was like 800 people. One of them, it was 200. The other one, it was like 800. And the latest one, it was around 600 are not really large <laughs> because we are starting to our community but that's that's still big that's still decent i've heard people be like oh no 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 you know like we don't have like you know communities of sellers like you do in the u.s but like it's growing and i think while the opportunity arises people will like start to to grow into it 
So that's cool. Sounds like, you know, they're generating their own entrepreneurs there. Love that. In my experience, it is actually a challenge, both in capital and time to launch a new marketplaces. And I've never been able to focus on it enough. So like, I think I have the, the AT numbers in a few of these countries. And then like, once it came to like shipping, I was like, okay, I'm tired. I, I can't do this anymore. So if you are going to go international, I think you have to be fairly serious. You have to like dedicate the time and make the connections and jump through the hoops. So if you're ready to do that, you know, I think it's a great opportunity and you can grow with the Spanish marketplace. So that's cool. I love it. I love hearing that type of success. Do you have any other like insights that you want to leave us off with any, any sort of like, so we know that the ACOS is really good. Is the competition stiff or what can you tell us? To be honest, like in Europe, it's really, really easy to rank. <laughs> I mean, let's say Germany is the hardest one or maybe UK, but all the others really easy, really, really, really like in one month, maybe one month and a half of hard PPC you could be ranking number one and actually i would say between one and four but the good point is in some of my products i'm not even spending money in ppc and i'm the top seller like with that label love that that's cool well here's what i think people should do they should go on vacation to spain learn a lot and then be like okay the time is now okay well jordy if people want to get a hold of you how can they uh, get in touch linkedin my name jordy gascan yeah, you can find me there. I will answer you. That's spelled with a C, so Cascant with a C. So, okay. Well, Jordy, I love that story. I love that Amazon, you know, like jumped into the university scene. We have thought about doing the same ourselves. We've done a little bit of work with a local university. We actually had them try and launch their own products. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually launch products, but they kind of gave presentations. And it was, it was very effective. I actually really w- would love to do it again. I think it sparks people's curiosity. So that's a cool story. And congrats on winning. And looks like winning only led you to build more. So if anyone wants to get hold of you, it's just Jordy Cascant. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for coming on, Jordy. Thank you. Okay. All right. We'll end there. And anyone, I make sure you uh, subscribe and uh, we'll see you on the next episodes. Cheers. One, two, three. (laughs) 